Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. The Tigers sweep the Red Sox. Welcome to episode 86 of the Michigan Sports Truth postgame edition on TalkShoe. I'm Taylor Phillips alongside Louis Sonor. Tigers win 4-3. to three. Michael Former pitches almost lights out. Bullpen blows the win for him, but Miguel Cabrera um, delivers the game-winning home run in the top of the ninth to right, fe- to right field in the, into the bullpen. And Justin Wilson gets his first save of the season. James McCann also hit a home run. Victor Martinez with a two-run single to put the Tigers on the board when trailing 1-0 in the middle innings. Dustin Pedroia takes Michael Fulmer deep for a home run. That that was the only run um, that Fulmer would give up. Uh, actually, actually, he gave up all three runs. Uh, Fulmer did not pitch the, did not finish the eighth inning. He pitched the eighth, but he didn't finish it. He got two out, but uh, Brad Osmus put in Bruce Rondone, and and Rondone actually finished the eighth inning uh, flawlessly. Except, well, except he uh, walked a batter, but. But uh, he he uh, preserved the tie and got the win. Looks like Leslie's uh, not joining us. Hasn't joined us uh, for for about a week now. Uh, I might have to give him another week and and see if he see if he comes on it. And if he doesn't, then he's done. So the Tigers win the first game four to two, and then they win the second game last night nine to eight. They win this afternoon four to three to complete the three game sweep. They are off tomorrow, which means no show tomorrow. But they return home and and play the Houston Astros at Comerica Park. They are still in this wild card race, and and they are and they are still uh, a bit far in second place, I guess. But um, six, but they are six games over five hundred now. They used to be three after they split that series with the Chicago White Sox. On my last episode, I talked with uh, Sean Belegian and Lewis. Um, if if you uh, listened to that entire interview, um, you, you might you might have learned you you might have learned a lot about. Um, 
what's going on with with uh, the Tigers, Lions, Red Wings, Pistons, and uh, college foot uh, the uh, college football teams between uh, the college football teams, including the Michigan Wolverines, the Michigan State Spartans, and my Central Michigan Chippewas. The Chippewas, huh? Yep. Uh, I know. Yeah, that's like uh, that's like in my area trying to uh, you know with uh, Rutgers. Oh uh, yeah. But then mm-hmm. again, the Rutgers football team is like, <laughs> forget it. They were good for a time in the uh, late '90s and early part of the 2000s, but they have gone south in the last five years. Oh yeah. Ugh. Oh yeah. Embarrassing with the capital E. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was looking over the college football uh, broadcast schedule uh, not that long ago because I'm, I'm on the site called uh, Sports Media Watch, and they have all the listings for all the college games starting, all the Olympics uh, starting. So I got that schedule all all in hand. Cool. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um... I guess uh, this one's going to be uh, short and sweet. Right? So, uh, Lewis, uh, why not go ahead and uh, announce all the uh, other scores for Major League Baseball? And, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before I do, the the Red Wings have signed their number one goaltender, Peter Mrazek, to a two-year, $8 million deal to avoid arbitration. Also, according to Bleacher Report, Michigan announces their uh, Michigan basketball has announced their complete 2016-2017 non-conference schedule featuring games against the Texas Longhorns and the UCL and the UCLA Bruins. Go Bruins! Oh yeah. Go to mgoblue.com for, um, for for everything maize and blue for all war, for all Wolverine fans out there. Uh, back to uh, the, the Mrazic signing. Ken, uh, General Manager Ken Holland says he doesn't anticipate the issue of uh, getting under the salary cap after after signing Mrazic. He said, "Quote: We're a little over the cap." So with, that, so with that said, um, it's time for the it's time for the MLB scores, division standings, and wild card standings. Lewis, take them away. All right, here we go. Well, two finals have just come in off the, off the wire right now. Uh, Cubs have trashed the White Sox eight to one. That just ended about five minutes ago. Another one just came in. The Diamondbacks over um, over the Brewers eight to one. That ended about two minutes ago. Uh, Braves are holding on to a 9-7 lead against the Twins in the bottom of the basement series. Oh, boy. I don't know if this are for even more. Um, going into the top of the ninth, the Royals are leading the Angels 7-3. The Nationals had defeated the Indians 4-1. Marlins had no problem with the Philadelphia Phillies 11-1. The Pirates step up on the Blue Jays 8-4. Tigers got by the Red Sox four to three. Uh, Dropped by. Oh wait, 
they dropped, dropped the Red Sox. They dropped. They barely got. They got by the. Oh, gotcha. Got All by. Right. Excuse me. Uh, Tiger. Um, yep. Rays get past the Dodgers three to one. Reds sweep by the Giants two to one. The Rockies over the Orioles three to one. Pirates over the Mariners ten to one. The Cardinals just get past the Mets five to four. Athletics over the Tigers six to four. And the Astros beat the Yankees four to one. Um as you know the Andreas Chapman got traded from the Yankees to the Cubs for five players and Chapman made his debut tonight, and 13 pitches that he made were 100 miles an hour or better, peaking in at 100 and at 103 twice. Of course, um, a lot of people are thinking that now that Chapman got traded from the Yankees to the Cubs, thinking that the Yankees are done. Uh, let me tell you something, Buster. Every time that they say the Yankees are finished, they always come back strong and surprise the rest of the league. So don't so um don't be fooled by that. I know it all too often. I've seen it before. All right, now to the standings. In the American League East, the Orioles are fifty eight and forty two. The Blue Jays are right behind them at fifty seven and forty five. The Red Sox fifty six and forty four hanging in there. Um the Yankees are fifty two and forty eight don't count them out yet, folks. And the Rays are 39-61. The Central. The Indians are 57-42. and 42. Your Tigers are 54-48. Nicely done. White Sox are dead even, 50-50. and 50. The Royals are 48-51. And, and the Twins, 37-62. and 62. Pending the outcome, of course, tonight's game. The, uh, over to the West, the Rangers are 58-43. Astros, 54-46, counting tonight's win. Mariners, 51-49. Oakland is 46-55. And, and the and the Angels are 45-55. and 55. Mm, I expected better from this season. The East and the National League. The Nationals are 59 and 42. The Marlins are 55 and 46. The Mets are 53 and 47. The Phillies are 46 and 57. And bring up the rear, as they've been for the past season and beyond, the Atlanta Braves, 34 and 66. Ooh, that's embarrassing. The Central, the Cubs. 59 and 40. The Cardinals, 54 and 47. The Pirates are 52 and 48. The Milwaukee Brewers are 43 and 55. And the Reds, 40 and 61. Last but not least, in the West, the Giants are 59 and 42. Not far behind, the Dodgers are 57 and 45. The Rockies are 49 and 52. The Padres are 44 and 58, and the Diamondbacks are 41 and 59. Uh, just another two seconds, I'll be ready with the wild card uh, stage. Ah, here we go. 
It goes like this. The Blue Jays have the are half a game ahead of the Red Sox. Houston is one game back. The Tigers are two and a half back. The Yankees not that far behind at four back. The Mariners right behind them at four and a half back. White Sox are six back. Royals are seven out. The Oakland Athletics are nine and a half out. Angels are ten and a half back. The Rays are sixteen and a half back. And the Twins are eighteen games in back of the wild card spot. Now the National League the Dodgers are up by a game and a half, followed by the Marlins. The Cardinals are one back. The Mets are a game and a half out. The Pirates are two and a half out. The Rockies are six out. They'll like to be the dark horse. The Philadelphia Phillies are ten back. What a shame. Brewers are eleven and out, are eleven out. Padres are eleven and a half out. Diamondbacks are thirteen out. The Reds are fifteen out. And the Braves, 20 and a half out. I didn't even want to mention that. It's so embarrassing. Uh, news items of the week, since I've, since we've had a little bit of problems. Um, Ryan, wait, they have, they have settled with Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Jets. He has signed a one-year deal for $12 million. After four months of... Of doing, if I'm going to go, I'm not going to go. Well, he finally broke down and said, "Okay, I'll come back to the Jets." Well, at least, uh, will it be something to be happy about for the New York Jets team? Wait and see. Uh, Rams quarterback Nick Foles has been granted his release, and Cowboys face total fines of more than a quarter of a million dollars as three players face stiffer penalties. They really have their the Cowboys are really falling apart. They lost four staff members on a bus crash from coming back from Arizona on Saturday. Uh, no players were involved, but still, just an awful awful thing to happen. Uh, Rio has been having problems with their uh, water. It's like they're going to be in their own swimming in their own sewage. There's a problem with the plumbing uh, supplies, and the water is like uh, contaminated. And the Olympics are now only a week away, so hopefully. But they said this is this is nothing new. It has been done before. There, there were even conditions in previous Olympics that are even worse than this. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, you owe it to the people who are going to this, you know, for their for their own safety. Um, Ex Giants wide receiver Hakeem Nix signs a deal with the New Orleans Saints, or as I like to call them, the Aints. It's a joke that we've had. Um, <laughs> over we go to more here. Um, Jets also signed ex-Ravens running back Bernard Pierce to a deal. Um, I didn't get the full details on the, uh, how much the deal is, but as soon as I do, I will let you know. Um, Antonio Brown will report to the Steelers for training camp in the hopes of getting a deal done. But Pittsburgh, that's the, that's the former, yeah, that's the former Central Michigan uh, running back from uh, 2009. Ah, uh, but Pittsburgh will probably be asked to consider options for compensation. But Brown still thinks that a deal can be done. Well, what can Brown do for you, 
Oh, oh, that was terrible. Uh, Dodgers outfielder Yasiel Puig uh, could face fines if he continues to wear custom spikes. Um, some of you may or may not know, but custom spikes are no longer allowed by Major League Baseball and could face a total of $5,000 in fines. Ortiz hit home number 25 last night, uh, continuing his final season. Ichiro Suzuki is now four, uh, three hits away from 3,000. Um, and after undergoing uh, various surgeries in this offseason, 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick is clear to play with, is clear to practice with the 49ers. Just when I thought that team was going to get some good news this season. Uh-oh. Um, Boston Celtics give a second-round draft pick, Demetrius Jackson, a four-year, $52 million deal. And that's for a second-round draft pick. I wonder what it would have been like if he was first. Uh, Eagles, um, Eagles linebacker Nigel Brand, uh, Brandon, Brandonham was arrested yesterday, uh, Monday rather, on assault charges in a Miami hotel. You know, they never some some athletes just never learn. Um, Maurice um, Maurice Harkless sticks with a four-year, forty-two million dollar deal uh, with Atlanta. Anderson Varho to miss the Olympics with a back injury. Former number one draft pick Andre Barganini will play for the Spain national team. And I don't know if you heard this or not, but um, the NFL lost a great coach over the weekend. We lost Dennis Green at the age of 67. I believe it was due to a heart attack. He will be best remembered for that infamous speech that was given after losing the AFC Championship game. I think also got him in the hot water with the league, too. As he said, they are they thought they were, and we let them off the hook. And that was like his most famous moment, even though it was probably shameful at the same time. And it was also used in a Coors Light commercial a year later, which is from the editing, hilarious. Uh, you might be interested in knowing this, Taylor, that NBC Sports has released its annual broadcast schedule for the year. Uh, a doubleheader will be on October 12th. Uh, the Blues versus the Blackhawks, and the nightcap, the Kings versus the Sharks. That's on uh, Thursday, October 12th, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, Cowboys defensive end Randy Gregory faces a longer ban, a longer, longer, um, longer suspension due to another violation of the NFL substance abuse policy. He's already facing four games. That can go up to ten if he skips out or fails another drug test. Oh, of course, there are people working on his appeal. Uh, Jordan, Jordy Nelson had an issue with his left knee, not the torn ACL in his right knee as previous, previously mentioned, calling it a slight mishap. And... Uh, Bad news in the tennis world, Roger Federer uh, is not going to be able to compete in the Olympics this year or competitive tennis at all this year 
from a right knee injury. This was found on his Facebook page, um, I believe, on Monday. But I just got the news yesterday. Uh, Melvin Upton went to the went to the Toronto Blue Jays for a work for a prospect working in progress. The deal is being finalized. And um, J.D. Martinez, who suffered a fractured elbow last month, has had the Triple-A Toledo before going back to the Tigers. But that shouldn't be too long. Okay, and... Um, oh, you you mentioned uh, Tyrone Lue, right? He got a five-year deal. I mentioned it? I thought you did. Oh, no, I... No, no, no. I, 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 uh, I was a five-year deal. Uh, no, I didn't mention it. Okay, I could be wrong, but he did sign a five-year deal. Well, that's that's a nice reward for winning a championship. Yeah, but you hear about this though that um, in Sunday's game in the um, in L.A. the the um, men's national basketball team they had no problems with. Argentina, I mean, yeah, and China. But get this, Draymond Green and Kevin Durant were booed when they were when the uh, lineups were introduced. When the starting lineups came out, those two were actually booed on the court. Now, uh, one of the, um, I think, was the general manager said that because of the intense rivalry between the Clippers. And the Warriors that that might have that might have created that, but you know what you know what I'm thinking. I think you got to put this aside now with the rivalries in the NBA. I mentioned this on my other shows, and I I do make a case with this. You're playing now for your country. You're playing now to get maybe a gold medal for your country. Don't you think maybe that they should put their you know animosities aside until at least the Olympics are over? I mean, your teammates. For a national team, this is no time to be, you know, at war with each other just because you're on rival teams of the NBA. And I think the fans should be aware of that, too. I mean, this is your American team. You're not the Warriors and and Clippers right now. You're Team USA. And you're booing them. I mean, Really? I just thought it would be something to think about. Oh, and the WNBA reversed the decision on the teams and the individual players for wearing those uh, Black Lives Matter shirts just before the uh, during the pre-games. They said they will abide by the guidelines and rules given by the WNBA, but respects, this, but respects their decisions on social issues. And I, apl- I applaud them on that, you know, because it, it is a serious issue and it does need to be addressed and done something about it. So I, I I do applaud the WNBA on their on that decision. Uh, Redskins linebacker Junior Galiti is out for the year with an Achilles tendon that occurred during drills on Monday. Ugh. And NFL reinstates Browns receiver. Josh Gordon, and will be permitted to join his team 
for training camp, even though he's out for the first four games of the season. But I also heard that he was injured in that practice. So it's gone from bad to worse for him. Uh, Trailblazers guard C.J. McCollum agrees to a four-year, $106 million deal, but it does not include a player a player option. So if you don't like it, pal, guess what? You're stuck for four years. Ha-ha. Uh, Dion Wal- uh, Waiters, or Walters, signs a one-year, $2 million deal with the Miami Heat. And Florida Gators quarterback, Tyron Harris is transfer is transferring, but where is transferring to? That remains a mystery still to all of us. And training camp is now officially open in the NFL. And for those of you who don't know, the first preseason game, the Hall of Fame game, is now only 11 days away. It's August 7th. And that game will be on ESPN. Why not NBC? Simple. They're involved with the Olympics. And that begins on next Wednesday. And the first event is women's soccer at 11 th- uh, noon, pregame 1130. Uh, a few more notes. Um, two, two college football players, uh, kickers, for Nebraska and Michigan State, uh, Sam Fultz, and there's another one. I'll get to that in a second here. Uh, we're returning from a kicking camp in a one-car accident. Oh, there was Michael Sadler. He was from Michigan State. Yeah, Michael Sadler. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what we were gonna. That's what uh, Leslie. What that's what uh, Leslie and I are gonna talk talk about. Uh, in the middle of our conversation, which will start at 11:30, but but we'll talk about Tigers first. But um, it was a it was a tragic day for uh, both oh, both yeah. uh, Michigan Michigan State University, the Spartan Nation, and uh, Nebraska, the University of Nebraska, and the Cornhusker Nation. Sad day in college football. Side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's a sad day in college football, not just for the teams itself. I know. Yeah, and, uh, Brandon McCoy was weeping for about weeping about it for days. Yeah. So I want. So again, I want to pass my, my condolences and prayers, and hugs and kisses to Miranda McCoy. You can follow her on Twitter at Meet Shay. Oh, well, how is Miranda? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't heard from her in a while. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and. Uh, the uh, Russia is not being banned entirely from the Rio Olympics, even though, um, but that'll be up to the Global Sports Federation to decide their decide their fate. And Kyle Busch won the Brickyard 400, but the uh, highlight of the race was uh, two racers who did not win. Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon shared a ceremonial lap at the Brickyard 400 on Sunday. Very interesting. Shared a ceremonial lap. And they were nowhere in contention. And Arizona Cardinals defensive tackle Darnell Dockett retired on Monday.
Okay, and that's uh, that's all. That's what I've got. All right. Man, you almost ran out of breath there, Lewis. I know. But um, but uh, my Tigers beat uh, your your arch rival, the Boston Red Sox, three times at Fenway Park. That is the second time in three years the Tigers have swept the Red Sox at Fenway Park. They swept them in 2014 over the weekend, including a, a, a including a, a, a game on Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN, and then just just uh, the, the the past three days, including today, they swept them again. Not yeah. not one team under not one Tigers roster under then-manager Jim Leland has ever beaten the Red Sox, has ever swept the Red Sox at Fenway Park. It it was like a nightmare for all those rosters that Jim Leland was dealt with. But now, Brad Ausmus, of all, of, all man, of all managers in today's world, had, had uh, two Tiger rosters sweep the Red Sox one time each. Mm-hmm. Oh, just got another final Royals over the uh, Angels seven to five. Yeah, but uh, that, but th- this has got to be be a good feeling for us and and for Leslie, who's uh, coming up momentarily. Uh, see, you're a Yankees fan, and I'm a Tigers fan, right? And uh, that that that's uh, that. That, that's got to feel joy. That keeps the Tigers in the game, and uh, that that keeps keeps the Red Sox out of first place in the American League East division. Yeah. Listen, any any day the Red Sox lose, I'm a heavy camper. Yeah. Yeah. That, this is a this is one this is the one of the greatest rivalries in in sports history compared yeah. to the Michigan Wolverines and the Ohio State Buckeyes, especially in football. Yeah, you don't mess with that rivalry. Yeah, that has been... Those two rivalries have have been going on for for over 200 years combined. Yeah. Just about. But um, Michigan-Ohio State the greatest rivalry in sports history. Yankees and Red Sox, second greatest of all time in sports history. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Although... It is true. People, well, yeah, but people around here would probably think that, you know, Meyer probably think that Yankees-Red Sox is the greatest rivalry. Most people, uh, around, yeah. most people around this area would think so. You know, because baseball in this area... Probably will always be number one around here. I don't know about the rest of the country. I mean, it may have tapered off, but in the New York area, the Yankees are like the top, the top drawer. Mets are probably second. Hmm. We're a, we're a baseball town. Oh yeah, that that's true. 
even though we have two teams now instead of three. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mother grew up a Brooklyn Dodgers fan. Why, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Tim Horton. Uh, Cadillac has a Tim Hortons coming on uh, on M55 at exit 180. Uh, there, there was there was never a Tim Hortons in uh, in Cadillac until uh, until now. It, it's coming soon. It, it's coming momentarily, but uh, it has never ha- had a Tim Hortons before, in my opinion. Yeah. Mhm. All right, so Leslie has has joined us now. Wonderful. Leslie, good late evening. Uh, you must be pretty happy with the Tigers sweeping the Red Sox for the second time in three years after selling for the split in the four-game series with the Chicago White Sox. Uh, let's let's start with all that. What what were your thoughts? You know what? I didn't, I did not see this coming. I didn't think the Tigers were going to sweep the Red Sox. You know. You know, in sports, you think you know what's going to happen until it doesn't happen. And that's what's the beauty of sports. And, you know, for the Tigers to dig deep and sweep the Red Sox at Fenway against a very good team, you know, give them props. They deserve it. And, you know, sometimes baseball even out. And you saw that here. Uh, After the Tigers had a frustrating series against the Trends and then getting a split against a bad White Sox team, to come back and sweep the Red Sox... I mean, it evens out, and you got to give the Tigers a lot of credit. They they played great. They earned the sweep. They they were excellent. The hitters were played great. And starting pitching uh, was for good for the most part. Uh, Justin was fantastic, and um, you know, Michael Fulmer was good today. Uh, unfortunately, the bullpen blew it for him, but you know Miguel Cabrera picked him up at that home run in the ninth inning. So, well, it was a big win. Well, according to the well, according to the score sheet and and what the people saw, Michael Fulmer actually gave up all those three runs before Bruce Rondon was put in there, and he and he actually finished the eighth inning without giving give, uh, got that third out without giving up a run. Oh, I see. I went to work, so uh, I didn't, I did not know what happened. I mean, I left in the eighth inning, so I, I when I came to work, I did saw the Tigers winning four three. I didn't I didn't know what happened to eighth inning. Um, yeah. Yeah, I did not know yep, what happened to the I thought the bullpen blew it. Wow. Let's see here. I, I'm looking at the... Yeah, former pitched in the eighth inning, and he gave up the tying run. He gave up um, a single to Shaw, yeah. and, and he gave up a single to Travis Shaw, and then Mookie Betts uh, tripled to score Travis Shaw, and it was that was it. Um, maybe, you know, uh, Brad kept Fulmer a little too long, but you know what? Fulmer has earned the right to put you a complete game, and it just didn't happen. And, you know, it's part of the process. He still has to learn how to go put you a complete game. I don't know if he has it in him, but, you know, he's just a rookie. What he's doing has just been impressive. Uh, the one thing he's got to learn, he's got to learn how to go nine. He's got to learn to pitch uh, after 100 pitchers. But that's going to take come in time. That's going to happen eventually. He's too good. To, to not to continue to struggle in that department, but you know he had a good outing today for the most part. You can't complain. Yeah, and uh, 
Fulmer uh, gave it gave it uh, gave it a bit of a valiant effort uh, in that in that eighth inning, but um, it was gassed. So he just couldn't he just couldn't he just couldn't hold the lead. Yeah, I just think he was gassed. I guess I I I can't really comment because I didn't see the eighth inning. I didn't even see the ninth inning because I was at work and. Um, you know, when I saw the score, I mean, obviously I'm very happy. And, uh, you know, but Michael pitched a good game today. Um, you know, he got out of jams. He got, uh, he was ahead of the pitch count. He was he was dominating. He got out of jams. There, there was a lot to like. I just think he got gassed in the eighth inning. But, you know what, give the Red Sox where they found a way. And, um, you know, it's not easy to pitch at Fenway Park. And, um uh, I I give Fulmer a lot of credit for doing a decent job today. I thought he did great, actually. Forget decent. I thought he did a good mm-hmm. job. Oh yeah. Um, if uh, Brad Osmus uh, were to not keep Fulmer in there for the eighth inning, who do you, which reliever do you think would have uh, pitched the eighth inning besides um, uh, besides Bruce Rondon, who uh, finished that eighth inning? No, I would have moved with Justin Wilson. I mean, that's his inning. Yeah, he, yeah. Justin Wilson pitched the ninth inning for yeah, uh, Francisco crazy. Rodriguez, and and uh, Justin Wilson picked up his first save of the season. Yeah, congrats to him too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did yeah, well. He, yeah, he did great. It's disappointing that Fuma blew it, but you know what? That's just the way baseball go, and. You know what? That shouldn't diminish what he did today. He did a good job. He just did not have it in the eighth inning. It happens, but you know, I'll I'll take the start any day. I mean, you can't complain, right? Let's go to the uh, middle game in the series. Uh, Mike Palfrey uh, got got lit up again, but uh, it was a slugfest, and the Tigers yeah, won know, that one won that game nine to eight. Yeah, anytime you can win on a night that Mike Pelfrey stings, that's a plus because I have given up on him pitching. I mean, you just know when he's out on the mound, it's a loss. So for the Tigers to get a win, it's like stealing a win uh, last night. And, uh, you know, they hit the ball well. And Stephen Wright had nothing, which was surprising because he has been very effective for the Red Sox this year. But... Tiger hit him pretty good. You know, everybody in the lineup outside of Nick Castellanos uh, has hit well in this series. I mean, Federal Park is a hitter's park, and you figured Victor and Mickey would figure it out, and they would snap out of it playing at Fenway, and it worked for them. I mean, but Mike Pelfrey, you know, he's just a lost cause. He's a waste of talent. He's just, you know, I, I, I keep talking about him all the time, and, you know, he is who he is. I mean, to get a to get a win on a night he's stung, you know, that, you give the Tigers a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the first game, Jose Iglesias uh, hit a two-run bomb down the left field line over that, over that side and put the Tigers on the board. Yeah. And um, that stood to be the game winner. Yeah, I, I was I was at the bar Monday night and I was saying stay fair, stay fair, and it was, it was fair. a fair ball. He went to the fair line, and that's what that home run counted. That's so, fair. yeah, and um, because I didn't know where it was going, it looked like it was going to be foul, but it turned out to be fair, and 
you know, that was a big boon for the Tigers and uh, Jose Iglesias. Mm-hmm. That that gave Justin Verlander the the hard earned win. Yeah, he and, pitched uh, great. He yeah. was excellent. Uh, he digged deep into sixth inning to get out of a jam. He was you know, he found a way. I mean, he's not gonna go eight innings anymore. Those days are over now. I mean, six is the best he can do now at his age. And uh he did a fine job, I thought. Yes, and uh, and uh, then and then there's Francisco Rodriguez, whom we need not speak of, because uh, he he continues to pitch well. Got two saves in a row, twenty eight and twenty nine. Um, just just uh, fantastic against the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, well, he's been great. There's no K. Ward has been excellent. Yeah, there's a lot to like about him. He's been reliable all year. Outside that horrible first week. You know, he did a good job overall this year. I mean, um, he's automatic for the most part. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And and uh, I heard from uh, Ken Rosenthal on Twitter that the Tigers were uh, showing interest in um, and, uh, John, John, La- John LaCroix of the Milwaukee yeah. Brewers. Yeah, you know what? I know James McCann has been frustrating, but I'm not very. I don't think the Tigers need to get LaCroix. What they need is a starter. They need to get a guy like Chris Archer or Matt Moore, or you know, they need to get a starter. They need to get a starter out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah, especially, Chris, especially with the with the struggles of Mike Calfrey, I think. I think they uh, demoted Sanchez back, uh, Anibal Sanchez back into the bullpen again because uh, he he still hasn't been listed um, since since uh, in uh, for any upcoming starts uh, yeah. uh, in any upcoming games uh, since he, he get he got lit up for four runs early in Chicago on, on a Sunday afternoon in in the uh, in the uh, in the full game after the suspended game. Right. And, and the White Sox won both of those in a walk-off fashion, four to three and five to four. But um, yeah, it's yeah, I think it's it's time for uh, Mike Calfrey to be DFA, and, and uh, the Tigers should should uh, look for a starting pitcher. They need a buy, and because yeah. they're still in this, they're still in this thing. They're 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 only two and a half back of the second wild card spot. Yeah, you know what? I'm finished with Mike Pelfrey. He's a waste. I mean, I don't think he's going to help the Tigers. Um, you know, there's just no way it's, gonna, it's working. I mean, you can't keep trotting him out there every day with the idea that he stinks. Uh, that's not fair for the players. It's not fair for the uh, fans. It's just not right. You can't keep rewarding him out there because the, there's no options. you got to find somebody better. You gotta find somebody who's decent at least, because Pelfi just is like—he's just a lost cause. I mean, he's just like when he's starting, there's no reason for me to watch the Tigers. He was never Tigers. good. Yeah, he was never good. Yeah, he sucked with the Twins. He sucked with the Mets. So I don't understand why Alavila signed him in the first place. I, I never understood it. I mean, and to sign him to a two-year deal—are are we serious? I mean, there's no way he can be uh, back next year. Man. I know he. 
I know he has a two-year deal, but I don't think you can bring him back next year. He's just not good enough anymore. No, he's no, no. He's uh, he like I mentioned before. He was never good. And yeah. You agree with me? Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, Chris Archer has, has had a rough year. Um, uh, that's that, 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 that's got to be detrimental uh, to, to this trade market. Yeah, but I understand, but maybe in a new situation where he can have a change of scenery, maybe he he uh, he gets up to a good start, and maybe he can pick it up, like going to a team like the Tigers. Uh, let's face it, the Rays are a mess. They're, they're just not a great team at all. They're terrible. And you know, Kevin Cash has not done a great job as a manager. I mean, the, 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 the losing culture is back now. I, I think I, I'd, uh, ha- I think I had to uh, almost agree with you. Uh, yeah. Brad, Brad Osmus uh, a- actually, uh, actually used Francisco Rodriguez for a four-out save, which turned out yeah, to be successful on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that had to be done. And they did it. Just, yeah, and it was the right move because Justin Wilson was running out of fumes and. I, he labored in the eighth inning. Um, he he was able to get by with two outs. I didn't think you could have put him there to get a third out. Uh, I think Wilson was throwing what twenty five pitches in that eighth inning. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, he just wasn't. Uh, he was all right, but he wasn't effective. Justin Wilson either. He uh, he, he was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, yeah, back. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, you had to put Kwad there for four out save uh, in this situation. Mm-hmm. And then back into the back to the second game uh, after Pelfrey was pulled, uh, the the middle relievers, uh, uh, Kyle Ryan and Alex Wilson, blew a three run lead, and it, and all of a sudden it was tied at eight. But the Tigers, um. Retook the lead nine to eight, and then uh, and then the late inning relievers, uh, Shane Green and Justin Wilson, uh, got their hole, earned their holds, and Francisco Rodriguez again got his twenty ninth save. Uh, uh, but um, yeah, your thoughts on that? No, I didn't watch the game Tuesday. I was at City Field, so I can't uh, in New York, so I couldn't give you a comment. But I'll say this: I don't want to watch Kyle Ryan pitch anymore. He stinks. He's not the answer. I mean, I know Brad wants to give him a shot, but he's just not good. Right. So not only do the Tigers need a starter, they need they probably uh, need one more reliever. Uh, they they need better middle relievers. They need more than one better middle reliever. The problem is those guys are hard to get now. They're hard to find, you know? Yep. That's true, but uh but uh, you gotta keep you gotta keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh digressing here, um what were your thoughts on uh the passing of uh Michigan Mike State Sad- yeah, yeah, Mike, Mike Sadler. Sadler. Yeah. 
sad. I was stunned. Spartans, uh, yeah. You know, I, I was stunned. Nebraska. Yeah, I was stunned because anytime somebody dies on a crash, you know, you're always stunned. And this hurts. Um, Mike was funny on Twitter. Mike was a very good punter for Michigan State. You know, he was a character. And um, to see him uh, lose his life so soon, it's depressing. I mean, my condolences to him, his, to his family, and to the Michigan State family. It's just, it's a tragedy. And, you know, that is just stunning. And he was doing uh, camping. He was uh, working with the pickers, too, you know. You hate to see this. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, Miranda McCoy was on was on Twitter uh, uh, showing showing her heartbreak about it. Um, she she's a uh, part of the Spartan Nation. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I think used to go to Michigan State University and graduated there, or still goes there, but. Um, yeah, he she graduated there, but uh, for like two or three days, um, she's been feeling everybody else's pain, and the pain itself of uh, Mike Mike Sadler uh, passing away. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like I said, it's depressing. I mean, he died so soon. You know, I just knew him from Twitter, and um, and for him to be dead, it's just it's, it, it stinks. Mhm. It's unfortunate. It's you know it's sad to see this happen. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, to- totally true. A uh, couple couple of things here. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, otherwise, otherwise, um, the Lions worked out quarterback Jimmy Jimmy Clausen. He he <laughs> will uh, apparently uh, compete with. For the uh, backup quarterback position, with both Dan Arlovsky and and uh, draft pick Jake Rudock. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, if Stafford's not healthy, the season's over. Over. That's all there is to it. I mean, if Stafford's out any time the season, uh, you know, the Lions are screwed. The are screwed anyway. So. All right, we need to be alert, alert of that, but I, but I'm sure, I'm sure Stafford will be healthy. Oh yeah, he, he'll 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 gut it out. No, I I never question him about that. He will he'll gut it out. He'll play through it, and you know he's played through a, t- a horrible offensive line. He's toughened up. So, you know, I'll give Stafford this. He, he's a tough player, but uh, you could you can only be tough for so long. Mm-hmm. And then they signed uh, wide receiver Anquan Bolden, a 36-year-old three-time Pro Bowler, uh, to a, to a one-year deal. Um, that, that 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 I think that's a good signing right there. Yeah, it's, it's a solid signing. It's 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 a solid signing. Uh, maybe he has one more something in in him. It was a it was a solid signing. Yep. That, then you got the Red Wings uh, signing. Signing Peter Morazic to a two-year, eight million dollar deal, and then uh, Danny DeKaiser to a, to a six-year, thirty million dollar deal. Uh, yeah. Ken Holland just just keeps on signing mediocre players to uh, long-term contracts, but DeKaiser, 
uh, he, he's okay, but um, still still young. But it, he's got a long way to go. Uh, well, you know, I, I guess. You... I guess. Uh, so uh, considering, uh, I, I thought that I thought this was a not not so bad long term contract signing for the Kaiser by General Manager Ken Holland, who uh, usually uh, keep, keeps his keeps his keeps his real me- mediocre players like Jonathan Erickson and Nicholas Cronwall and Justin Abelkader right. and mm-hmm. such. But the Kaiser, that that was a good signing. It was an okay signing. Yeah, uh, no question about it. Uh, uh, the Kaiser, you know, uh, it's a missed signing, but, you know, you know um, yeah, it's a missed signing, but it's effective for the Red Wings. Yep. Mm-hmm. But um, since they signed Mrazek, Ken Holland said, "Quote: We're a little, we're a little over the cap, the salary cap, that is." So, um, I, I, I think, um, so, uh, so it is an issue uh, trying to with uh, trying to stay under the cap. I think. I think since they're over the cap, then they need to make a move. They need to make a trade for uh, a def- for uh, apparently a defenseman. Yeah, well, they need to make a tough trade. Yeah, but you let's face it, Ken Holland's spinning his wheels. I don't think he has a clue what the hell he's doing. Yeah, spinning Which, his wing wheels. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's just so obvious right now. Yeah. That's true. It's just you know, it's it's just uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, did did you ever listen to my interview with Sean Belegian on episode eighty five last Sunday early? I, I got to be honest, I haven't, uh, Taylor. I've been busy, and I've been also oh, okay. because I've been I've been going to City Field to watch the Mets. I, I went Monday night, which was rained out, and then I went yesterday for the doubleheader. Okay, well, I can... Um, I'll, I'll, I'll can, get back um, to you. Yeah, I'll get back to you. We can talk about it um, on Friday. Friday? Okay. Yeah. Make sure you stay will, awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll be at the bar Friday night. Then after the bar, I'll be... Uh, after the bar, I'll come in for... Uh, I'll come in and talk to you. I'll be in, I'll be in my town uh, sports bar Friday night to watch the uh, Astros Tigers. But... And then we can talk about the interview with Sean. But, you know... You know what? The one thing I'll say about the Tigers, they kept, they're they're kept me interested. They're relevant in August. And that's all you can ask for right now with this team, because they could, this season could have been over this week. But here they are. They might be in a position to make a trade. They're still in the AL Central race. They're in the wild card race. I don't know if they're going to win it, but you know what? Hey, they're watchable. It beats not watching them in August. Last August was just a miserable time of watching baseball last year at this time. So to for them to be relevant in August, that's a step forward. And maybe uh, things may be better. We'll see. But, you know, the Tigers at least are watchable. Uh, at least the Tigers put themselves in the conversation uh, of a contender. Now, will they win it? I, I still don't know. And quite frankly, I'm not opposed to selling, but... You know, that's what baseball's all about. Baseball has created a parody where every team's in it till the bitter end. So, 
and this is where the Tigers are. They're in this. And their best route to go to the playoffs is win the AL Central. Because the wild card is, there are too many teams to compete. The AL Central is just going to be one team, and that's Cleveland. I don't think the Royals are going to be a playoff team. I think they're done. I just don't think this is their year. When you have so many injuries and you have the hangover and you play Especially so many Especially Mike Dacus. Yeah, he's out for the year, yep. Mm-hmm. But when you play so many postseason games in the last two years, it wears on you. I mean, it, it's hard to win a championship. Uh, it's hard to repeat. It's, uh, I mean, uh, yeah. the Royals have been in the World Series uh, the last two years, and I think sometimes when you play so many games, it catches up to you, you know. And I think this is one of those years for the Royals. But you know what? They won the World Series. They can get by without the playoffs for one year. It's not going to hurt them. Uh, what, I, I guess you're right. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's what winning a championship does. When you win a championship, you get a pass the next year. If you miss the playoffs, you had a terrible year. Mm. I mean, the Royals have that luxury. That's why winning a championship matters. Because when you win a championship, you can get a pass for one or two years. You know, because uh, but when you're in the Tigers situation and you haven't won anything since '84, you know fans are going to be antsy, and they have every right to be antsy, especially when they're paying tickets to go to the games or paying cable bills to watch the Tigers. So, you know, they don't get that the luxury or the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah, I, I have to I have to agree with you. So, uh, well. We will talk on Friday at about uh, 11, 11 o'clock. Yeah, 11 yeah, 11 I'll definitely be here at 11 o'clock. But like I said, you know, the Tigers are in it. They got the sweep. And you know what? Things even out in baseball where, you know, they had no business uh, losing uh, two out of three to the Twins or getting a split against the White Sox. And they had no business sweeping the White Sox. But you know what? It evened out. And here, here are the Tigers now. They have a chance to do something to homestand. They're going to be playing the Astros, White Sox, and the Mets. This is where they got to do very well on the homestand. And then go from there. Uh, you know, they're in this. And um, that's all you can ask for. I'm just, I'm just glad I can watch the Tigers in August. And hopefully I'll watch them in September because there's nothing worse than watching irrelevant baseball in August and September. I, we watched that last year, and it wasn't fun. It was terrible. It was depressing. And I stopped watching the Tigers the third week of August. That was it for me. I couldn't watch any more bad baseball. But here they are. They're in that position, and hopefully they'll, they'll keep it going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they'll keep it going here. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's, it's been a good run, and hopefully they'll continue to keep it up. And... We'll see what happens. Right now, all you can say is they're, they're watchable right now. And that's progress, I guess. And we'll see what they do in the trade deadline. Yep. You know, but, you know the Tigers put themselves in. Listen, they need to get one more starter. You know what uh, Justin's going to do. You know what Mike's going to do. And they, and they need two more middle relief, uh, two yep. better middle, middle relief, uh, middle inning relievers. Exactly, and Al Avila is getting paid the big bucks to get it done. So we're going to see what happens. But listen, great week, great week at Boston. Now let's see what they do in the homestand. Mhm. Yep. All right, Leslie. Uh, okay. 
I'll talk to you Friday. Okay, just yep. uh, I'll talk to you Friday, we'll Taylor. You Friday. Friday, eleven. Yep. Uh, thank you. Good night. Good night. Anything else, Lewis? Before we sign off? Uh, no. I think I'll just check to see if there's any last minute uh, scores here. All right. Yeah. Just. Uh, All right, just check here for some late scores. Takes a while, okay, here we go. And now I think that I think I did it because I think I just did the uh, last score. All the other games are. For all afternoon games, I think that's it. All right, Lewis. Uh, we'll be on Friday night at 11 for episode 87 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition. Until then, this is Taylor Phillips, the Lewis Tenoy, and Leslie Montero. TTFN, Tata for now. Yeah, remember, I'm, I'm going to be on vacation starting Friday, but I will do the best I can to, the best I can to, to, to do it. Yep. All right. Yep, thanks. See you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.